1: on local now channel 525.
0: Liberty Station is brought to you by my good friends at Devoted Capital, where they believe how you profit matters. They're dedicated to helping you align your investments with your values, empowering you to a life well lived. Welcome to Liberty Station with Bryce Eddy. And today, my guest is a superstar right now, and he is the Surgeon General of Florida, Dr. Joe. Now, I, I uh, keep hearing people say your name wrong over and over again, but it's Ladapo or Ladapo.
1: It. it, it. It is all good honestly uh-huh. because even I've heard Nigerians pronounce it different ways. Oh, okay.
0: I usually just say Latipo, but Latipo. it's, it's all okay. Good. It yeah, I've heard is. I've heard it like nine different ways in different uh, <laughs> yeah. uh interviews yeah. and things like that and I and I thought, man, I'm going to mess it up. So I thought I'd ask and make <laughs> yeah. sure I got it right. So um Anyway, uh, first, I, I'm very grateful that you're spending this time with me because you are on a heck of a tour while you are out here, yeah. and you've already done like you know three talks, and you got another one scheduled, and then you know in between you got to painfully sit here with me and have a conversation. <laughs> so, so I appreciate it.
1: No, thank you very much for having me. Having me, I'm really happy to be joining your audience, and happy to be having this conversation with you this afternoon. I'm very happy to be.
0: Yeah, well, well, thank you again. I, I know it's a lot of energy, so I appreciate it. Yeah. And, Um, With that, first, um, if you would just kind of describe your bio and how you got to be in Florida and tapped for this job, if you just give the history, that would be amazing.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, I think first I'll say don't believe everything you read because if if I've been amazed by how my bio has been presented in some of these news articles. Uh But here's the reality. So instead of some guy who came out of nowhere and all of a sudden is – is leading the Department of Health in Florida and making these unscientific recommendations. I'm a guy who went to medical school at Harvard and while I was at Harvard... Just a little school. Small school in the Northeast. Actually, I had a really wonderful time there. It was a very... It was a wonderful experience. And went to... Did a PhD while I was in medical school in Mm -hmm. a research science field. And have expertise in biostatistics and epidemiology and health economics and decision analysis. And then I went and completed residency in internal medicine. And I took care of patients and did clinical research as a faculty member at New York University okay, in right. UCLA. And now I'm a faculty member at University of Florida. So that's, those are the, the big the big milestones.
0: Okay, the highlights. Because now you were, uh, prior to taking this job, you were at UCLA. Is that correct? That's correct. I was a again to dispel
1: the 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 myths myths that are that are that are worked their way into into articles as the as the authors try and paint specific pictures and paint specific pictures for their readers. I was a tenured professor at UCLA. Right. So before before I got a call from Governor DeSantis's office, I was certain that I was going to I was going to die in Los Angeles. I was going to be an old man as a faculty member at UCLA because yeah. I was tenured. UCLA is an amazing research university yeah. and I had at the time I left, I had 4 NIH sponsored clinical trials that that I was a principal investigator for. Mm-hmm. And I had I was taking care of patients also at UCLA Ronald Reagan Hospital right, in right.
0: West L.A. I know they're, they're trying to uh, criticize you saying that you've never seen patients. Meanwhile, Dr. Fauci has never <laughs> seen patients.
1: Um. <laughs> He's, you know, that one, of all the things, and there have been so many I, – I, it's reasonable to call some of them at least lies because people who wanted to know the truth could have just looked into it. Sure. But it's more important, of course, to try to paint me in a certain way. So, but yeah. absolutely, of all of them, that one was one of the ones that bothered me the most. I was actually working in the hospital at UCLA Westwood and on service, taking care of patients with COVID and patients without COVID mm-hmm. during the week that Governor Newsom shut down the state. So, so the the that whole. Again, different strategies. I, yeah. I guess I have to admire them for how relentless well, they are.
0: Um, they are relentless, and and it is look, it it is lying. It is evil. Right now, there's people who are, who are uh, willfully ignorant or you know believe what they are told. But the people that are crafting these narratives are doing it intentionally, and it is it, it is dishonesty and it is lying, and they're doing it for political purposes yeah. because they want to dismiss you and right. anything that you're saying automatically. That's exactly right. And when you start to stand <laughs> up, right, and you start to be um you know a higher profile in this, you know, all of a sudden political battle, you know, you're the nail that sticks up. They're gonna hammer you down somehow. Yeah. And and try to d- diminish your authority and you know uh they have a hard time doing it because sure of your do. credibility, and they 're going to keep failing for yeah. that reason yeah well and and i 've heard you in um, interviews, and I know there 's a learning curve to it, but you have done masterfully um, oh, thank and you. and it's uh you 've been i think a natural at handling this criticism and um, so you know kudos to oh, you because thank uh, Thanks for that it 's not easy Thanks. to be in the spotlight and get the hate. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that.
0: Well, having met your wife, uh, who's a lovely woman, yeah. um, and you guys seem like such a, a great and strong couple, I know that is helpful right then and there.
1: Not be way beyond helpful. It's critical. I wouldn't have. There have been one day maybe there. I'll be able to divulge more of some of our internal co- conversations. But there have been there have been major major crossroads that she has helped me identify the right path to yeah. uh, the, the
0: things that have
1: happened would not have yeah. passed without her.
0: Well uh, well amen. Well I know we're going to get to your book in a little bit but um that that'll be the second book maybe. You can include all of that stuff in. Yeah, maybe decades yeah. from now some yeah. Do the, <laughs> do, the do the memoir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um well on a, on a personal note I'd love to ask you like what what animates you in your ability to stand up so um, righteously when it comes to what you saw with COVID and what you saw going on and the decisions that you're having to make on behalf of the state of Florida, you know, what allows you to kind of have that strength um, amidst the criticism when your counterparts and colleagues all over the country are going along with whatever political narrative is set before them? two things
1: one thing is is that we all have we all have different qualities that are given to us from God and and lay within our souls and it's mm-hmm. part of the beauty of humanity that that every soul is yeah. is distinct amen and i just happen to have a very i have a very Instinctive and strong alignment with, I would say, maybe, I don't know, honesty or righteousness or something, Mm -hmm. something or some mix of those. Right. And so those are, those just happen for me to be, to be principles that are very deeply buried in there Mm -hmm. and really guide my life. Yeah. So, and that's just how God spit yeah. me out when he yeah, when, he sent, when he sent me here. And then the second piece is that for for all of us, I mean, all of us are have different things, that different gifts that we come with, and but to be in touch with those requires for almost all of us some work to mm-hmm. be and to be in close touch with them. And I was lucky enough to. To meet, to work with a guy, a Navy SEAL named Christopher Mayher, and I talk about him in the book a little bit, that helped me do work, really work that allowed me emotionally and spiritually to be able to really be more in touch with that part of me.
0: Right, right. Yeah, and just withstand the pressure.
1: That's yeah, great. yeah, totally.
0: Okay. So totally. um you know we we obviously are here in southern california and you were here when you know covid was was uh breaking out so to speak um how early did you start to see okay um this isn't what they are suggesting it is or how did how long before you started to get a little skeptical of the um politicization of it or the you know the kind of drive towards policies that you know may not be as healthy um when when did you start to um you know because there was a mystery for a lot of us at first Uh, when did you start to put the pieces together and look at it a little bit more critically than than maybe others were Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Go to PatriotMobile.com forward slash Liberty or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Liberty. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. PatriotMobile.com forward slash liberty. PatriotMobile.com forward slash liberty or call nine seven two Patriot.
1: Well, I, I I the critical looking started early, literally the week after I worked in the hospital. Right. That week that I worked in the hospital and the governor Governor Newsom shut down the state. I wrote an article about how we needed to be realistic about, about lockdowns and they weren't going to save us. And we really needed to think a lot about the costs. It was published in USA to us USA today, maybe you know a few days after I ended my clinical service that week. And at that point, Everyone was saying lockdown, whatever, 15 days, however many days they were saying. Mm-hmm. The slow to spread. Flatten the curve. Everyone's go home, stay home. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 15 days to flatten all businesses. Yes, yeah, seriously. And, and, dev- and very devastatingly. And at that point, it just seemed like as though people were misguided. Mm-hmm. As a few weeks, Got, went by, and then you started seeing these stories of of cops chasing surfers out of the water yeah, pad- paddle boarders, and yeah and and people who were coming together to to who were gathering to protest things lockdowns being essentially intimidated yeah. and, and told they couldn 't do that in the United States of America where the 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 birth of of free speech in the if if you just look, looking back over the last few hundred years, then it was very clear that something else was going on. And one of the things I did during the pandemic was that I was fortunate to write a bunch of articles that the Wall Street Journal accepted. And I believe the third article I wrote in the Wall Street Journal, maybe it was the second one, was about civil liberties. And the title was something like like the looming battle over civil liberties. And it, at that point it was very clear that right. there was going to be a lot of conflict related to the COVID policies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you, you yeah. So you started to identify it pretty early and yeah. start to, to understand that there was, you know, more to it than just a concern over the virus itself. Yeah.
1: And I, I think it, it's still so Complex because not only there were so many components. I mean, fear certainly was what was creating the energy for the, that sustained everything else. But there was a political component, mm-hmm. a power component. Then there were people who were envisioning a whole recreation of how the The world would work, and and how the West yeah. would
0: work, and how the United States would work. Yeah. A lot of layers. Yeah, a lot of layers. Yeah. 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 Well, and and by the way, I, this is where I want to I want to compliment you on this. I've you know listened to some of your uh, you know press conferences and some of the the ways that they're trying to you know pin you down to you know yes or no questions <laughs> and different things like that. And I think um, you, you know your strategy, which um, I think it's natural to you, so it's not a strategy, is to mm-hmm. say hang on <laughs> yeah, that's right let's uh you know let's let's talk about this because it's not that simple it is right. complex and there are layers here and you have to look at this and are you asking because of this are you yeah. looking at it this do way? the
1: vaccines work yes, yes or no yes yeah. or no yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> No, and, you, and you're and you're doing beautifully on that because you know they've they purposefully uh, you know played a game I mean even you know them changing the term vaccine or the definition of vaccine in real time um, you know then allows them to uh, <laughs> label us as (laughs) anti-vaxxers if we say, hang on, you know, maybe this isn't appropriate to give to children, or maybe Mm -hmm. it's not appropriate to give to, you know, young, healthy men and women, you Mm -hmm. know, and... And oh well, what, are you an anti
1: vaxxer? Yes. How dare you Because if you yeah.
0: are then okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, again, compliments to you because you're you're doing that I think appropriately. Plus, you know, you're slowing it down too, which mm. you know, which they want these hot takes and they yeah. want these these ways to, you know, trap and um, you know, corner people. Um yeah. Uh, for the purposes of again politicization or you know embarrassing us, um, mm-hmm. you know that that uh, those of us that want liberty and want to be able to make choices, yeah, shame on
1: those people that that want liberty. You need to put that aside and and go home, forget your business, forget your kids' education, yeah. forget whatever your life dreams are. But don't worry, it's it makes for the a greater lot of good. sense, right, right. <laughs> yeah. All the while, of course, turns out that that those strategies were. Actually, way more harmful than we could imagine, yeah. particularly the school stuff with the with the kids and this drop in performance many people may not know, but unfortunately, actually a lot of the people designing these policies know this, but education is one of is it 's a powerful predictor of lifelong health and income yeah. so these harm these this drop in school performance it's it 's not a trivial thing it's, no, it's probably not. going to reverberate for for you know, for generations
0: I, i'm actually you know so i think there is people who uh, like kids you know middle schoolers and kids that were in elementary school and things like that 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 have had measurable drops in performance but where i'm concerned is i'm concerned for the little children that were um you know only observing adult faces through masks and things mm-hmm. like that and only you know as they're beginning their educational um tracks they're only seeing their teachers with masks over their faces and and I've seen a lot of um, you know delayed development just in speech and different things with some yeah. of this like and it's a you know kind of a very narrow couple of ages right there and I yeah. wonder how that's going to play out over time. That's a
1: great that's a great point and it, it's been reluctantly admitted to in some of the mainstream media yeah. that that you know people that at least. People who were even they're they're confusing to me, but people who even strongly advocated for these these terrible policies, I think even Dr. Lena Wen, I think her name is, mm-hmm. but she was she was a strong advocate for the lockdowns and the mandates. Yeah. and I believe I, I saw a tweet where she was talking about how the the school stuff and the masks hurt her her little one in terms of um, his or her development. I was I, I yeah. was quite surprised to see that admission.
0: Yeah, she she admitted it, but she did a, a peculiar kind of sideways uh, jump at the same time where she said, Oh yeah, but you know, well this is what we had to do. Ah, um mm. and, and so I I've, yeah, I, I found that um you know a weird weirdly disconnected. The other part of it that I find so um absurd is these are things that anyone with common sense that was paying attention to this you know we on this podcast here on our live stream, which was the early iteration of this, on a previous podcast that I did you know, with our security firm for uh, for a whole year. We said these things were going to happen. Like right at the very beginning, you mm-hmm. know, I don't think it takes great brilliance to, okay, hey, if you shut down all these schools, if you keep these kids isolated, if their um, immune systems aren't being exercised by being out in the world, you know, you're going to have some of these things. And what the, um, COVID enthusiasts is what I'm calling them now. Yeah, sure, what the COVID right. enthusiasts came back and, and are saying now, you know, they said then we were all wrong and you know, you're you're gonna kill grandma if we don't do this. They they did that kind of fear-based stuff. But now what they're saying is we were just lucky that we got it right on some of these things. So they're not admitting to I wrong. I saw that. You know, there, there was a, that uh, Atlantic article which we, we have oh, torn God, apart on the show. Geez. Um Holy uh, Yeah, but but they're if saying I don't that a lot. See it
1: and you see it. You had to be lucky. It yep. wasn't that you figured
0: it out or you applied it, your common it, sense. It, yeah, it was, it's not that you we had, had any discernment lucky. or wisdom or good judgment. Yeah. you know, it's just that that <laughs> they they again because it's they're the ones with the superior intellect and knowledge. Right, right? they're the ones that are grounded in um, you know they're they're the big brothers and sisters of us all, and they're the ones that are always right. And mm. us rubes. Just you know, happen to get lucky and land on on uh, you know the the uh, the flip of the coin. It
1: is. It's just. It's preposterous, and it, actually worse. It it's it is why the the I, I've said before. I saw it in this news article that they were complaining that I said that some of my some of my colleagues, many of my colleagues, may not be able to be rehabilitated, and. Guess what, folks? That is exhibit A right there of why I have that concern, that you have not the insight and self-awareness to realize that it's it's not luck. People apply their God-given common sense, which you do not have to go to medical school to be in touch with, and made sensible statements early. It was easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't difficult. So let's let's talk about your colleagues for a moment because you know the the um, two two things that I'd love to get your take on. So first, yeah, the the medical establishment um, got politicized in this, and I think for the most part they they remain politicized on they this. Are. Yeah, and there are doctors that I think are are again you know completely lost or won't be able to be rehabilitated because they're so in the bag for this at an emotional level. Mm-hmm. And also, I think many of them you know, are corrupted or owned by institutions like Big Pharma and others that said, oh, no, this is what we are doing, and you're going to go along with it. Um, is, there, is there any way to repair that? Um, do you see in private conversations with people that maybe were wrong, that, you're, that you've remained friends with, is anybody... Coming around, and do you think you'll have people going, okay, hey, we blew it, and now let's figure this out? Do you know whom you're voting for? With every product you buy and every dollar you spend, you are casting your vote. Devoted Capital offers values based investing portfolios that are designed to help you reach your financial goals, all the while making a positive impact on your life and the world around you. They are dedicated to educating, engaging, and empowering you to be wise with your investments. And to equip you to be knowledgeable with your vote. Visit their website at devotedcapital.com to learn more about values based investing or dial 805 372 0821 to speak to your values investor advocate today. Investment advisory services offered through Alliance Advisory and Securities, LLC, registered investment advisor.
1: I truly wish that that was happening it, it, it's 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 very sad that it's not it, and what's what's even even more interesting about it is that I think that if you if we heard more of that, people would be very forgiving. Mm-hmm. I think that people would be not everyone, but I think that by and large people would be very forgiving of yeah. of doctors and and other health officials who just came out and said we got it wrong, we caused a lot of harm, we're sorry we did it. I think people would be very forgiving.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. The, uh, that particular article that we kind of alluded to uh, in The Atlantic um, you know, w- asked for um, amnesty, but didn't ask for forgiveness. Didn't mm. use the term forgiveness because the, the whole entire tone of the article is I wasn't wrong. It was what I knew and my intentions were right at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you do have people that, that say – because I've had friends – that were, um, you know, keeping the, their families under lockdown, weren't going to, uh, you know, wouldn't come over to our house, wouldn't wouldn't allow our kids to play together, you know, had those kind of things go on. And thankfully, you know, we're we're in a little bit of a community that's you know rebellious by nature, and so uh, uh, we didn't have too many of those, but we did have some. And I've had friends that that came back and went, okay, we were wrong, we blew wow. it, and then okay. it's you know, hey, open arms, of you know, no words. Yeah. you know, it's yeah. all good, because
1: everyone's wrong sometimes, yeah. yeah. But no, instead, what you twice. see is instead. <laughs> I got to talk to your wife. We'll see what she has to say about that. No, I'm wrong a lot time, and I'm constantly it, it, asking for forgiveness. That sounds like me. I can say this. Yeah. That's exactly I get, my I've situation. Good at it. Uh, but yeah, no. Instead, you you don't see that, and it's it's really it's sad. It's really sad, and and more sad for them that they yeah. just still don't have the just the awareness to to to. Or the honesty or maybe the combination of those to – the or the self-honesty yeah. to really see what happened and take responsibility
0: for their yeah. part in it. For, for sure. So um, I, I have a bunch of questions for you. Mm-hmm. But uh, but before we um, hit more of them, I, I do have – and this is a little bit kind of a, um, a little bit of a tangent – But um, you and I have never really met before. Last night, we we haven't gotten to know each other. But I have a um, you know sort of a many uh, onion, uh, many layers to me in Mm -hmm. in terms of my background, and one of which I I come from the uh, medical insurance field. And uh, I have many clients that are uh, in the hospital business and other things, and there is a great alarm going off right now that our entire system is collapsing in certain um, areas and geographies uh, around the country. Our hospital systems, our doctors, it's getting harder and harder to access care in some uh, some of these areas are are you following any of that uh, there's a lot of leading indicators that you know things are really going sideways within our medical industry
1: i i haven't actually seen data that 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 indicates that mm-hmm. there are always concerns about insurance companies reimbursement coverage yeah.
0: access but i have, actually well no, yeah I'm for and full full that. disclosure i mean i think it's i think it's uh, um Uh, It's a terrible system. It's sort of like um, uh, Winston Churchill said about democracy. It's the worst form of government save all others. Um, But uh, one of the things that's happening is because of the pandemic and some of the strain that the hospitals were under and some of the things that were going on. Um, uh, with just workforces in general, there's a lot of Mm -hmm. miserable doctors and there's a lot of people that aren't wanting to work. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot, a tremendous amount of, you know, pressure when within that industry that's starting to cause, um, some real delays in care. you know, we're starting to see some access in care problems. We're starting to see, you know, nurses and doctors, you know, um, not able or not as willing to work as they did before uh, mm-hmm. the pandemic. So there's there's some concerns about just, you know, delayed treatments and, and things that are kind of happening. The insurance, I mean, don't get me started on all that because that's mm-hmm. all a mess, and I think that uh, it's taken the... Um, uh, power of doctors and the power of uh, the the you know patient doctor relationship and some of those sort of things it's caused a lot of problems and so although I you know been in that um, industry for years I I don't think it's as healthy as it should be
1: oh it's a terrible the system is it's 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 highly dysfunctional yeah I think there's a, I read a book called Social Transformation of Medicine mm-hmm. and it's uh it's a great book about the history of of our our medical system here in the United States, right. how it came to be, how it went from being disorganized and decentralized yeah. to organized and more centralized, power concentrated, and yeah. American Medical Association board 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 of medicine and other board groups, and 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 state medical medical boards and medical societies, and it it it's a very the the system is. Just not economically. It's not efficient in terms of a market, Correct. and so there are all these patches and all these inefficiencies.
0: And it's yeah. Well, and I, I would I would argue, and we could spend like two hours on this subject, but we won't. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I would argue that it's it's actually you, you take the um, the most highly regulated industry in the country, and then yeah. you throw the world's worst bureaucracy, which is a federal government, on top of it, sure, and yeah. you are going to not just have inefficiencies. But you are going to have that centralization of, of power and some of those components that without all of that, I think we would have been in better shape during COVID mm-hmm. and everything else. Because decentralization actually – not disorganization, but decentralization of power actually gives us a real free market. And I think certain areas could have responded so much better and had, I think, a uh, you know stronger um, – uh, management of you know even the pandemic and some of those things yeah perhaps so perhaps yeah. so it's it's such a it's
1: such a, a damaged and dysfunctional system that I don't even know where to start and so yeah. many people. Now have a have an invest a financial investment, yeah. in from the doctors to the hospitals to the rehab facilities uh, to the pharmaceutical in, companies, insurance it's, companies, everything. You touch yeah. anything and you're messing with someone's income. and yeah. it's hard to get things done, and for that very reason, yeah. yeah. So good luck to yeah, good luck to folks who work in the that health policy repair area. I it's not one for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, thank you for indulging me. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to ask you that. Um so how did the DeSantis administration find you? Was it through the articles and and all that to to where they got introduced to you and tapped into you? Certainly the articles were part of how
1: many people came to know know of me when they were right. published in the Wall Street Journal and they they would often get some attention because they weren't the lockdown and universal vaccination with these new vaccines for everyone and yes the vaccine mandates are fine and yes the vaccine passports and fine and yes the mass works they were they were always none of them were were that right so i think people did get to know me but it's funny i i actually exactly how it came to be that that governor DeSantis's office decided to to give me a ring i don't know. I
0: actually don't know, but I'm certainly glad they did. Yeah, amen. Um, well, we're a big fan of his on this show. Yeah. Um, I got to meet him personally, and oh, uh, he is exactly um, uh, what you see is what you get, mm-hmm. uh, which I appreciate and yeah. um, and admire. Um, and I got I got to spend some time with him on a boat with like nine other people, so it was uh, it, it was good to um, you know be able to make that assessment. Yeah. Um, and I I think he's got a bright future, and I'd like to see him, you know, as a captain of this whole ship one yeah, of these days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you're absolutely yes. You met him.
1: What you see is what you get, and that is that is the truth about him. And it's it's one of the qualities that. That makes him appeal to people so much. Yeah, because that's now, not the truth most of the time. No, it's
0: not. In it's politics. not. It's not. Uh, uh, yeah, the characteristic of most politicians. Now you got a lot of criticism, and I find this one funny. Um, you got a lot of criticism that you know you're just a shill for uh, DeSantis, and yeah, you're just going right. to do whatever he wants you to do. Mm. Now, no one on the other side gets that same criticism, even though they are shills doing exactly what the administration wants them to do. So I find it funny that they're willing to levy that criticism against you, but not turn that inward at all. We have two major tragedies in this country that I take personally, and it's poor health and veganism. Battle both by ordering from my friends at Good Rancher's. 85% 85% of all grass-fed beef is imported from other countries, but because they process it here, they can slap the product of USA label on it. Because of this, over 100,000 independent American farms and ranches have closed. Good Ranchers sells 100% American meat. A Good Ranchers subscription locks in your price to protect you against inflation. Enter code LIBERTY at checkout for $30 off plus free shipping or go to goodranchers.com slash liberty. Every item is steakhouse quality, and you can order the finest steaks, seafood, and chicken at half the price of those other online meat guys. And I'll tell you, in direct head-to-head competition in my discriminating household, Good Ranchers just tastes much better. Enter code LIBERTY at checkout for $30 off plus free shipping or go to GoodRanchers.com slash Liberty. Good Ranchers, American meat delivered.
1: Right, right. What's what's new? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because the the governor and I, and, you know, he went to law school, I went to medical school, but we actually just agree naturally mm-hmm. on so much of well, you share the same policy, values. COVID policy. Yeah. Certainly, yeah, yeah. That that is that's a major part of it. So yeah, I am doing the, the governor's what the governor wants because I that's exactly what I want. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah.
0: yeah well, and I have no doubt, again, I'm just getting to know you, but my assessment of you both is you're going to do what you believe to be right. Yeah. And so if he comes to you and suggests something that you believe to be wrong, I, uh, I imagine you would stand up and push back. Uh, but also, you're in an advisory position. So you are, at the same time, you know, I, I see him as someone who listens to good counsel You're right. You're exactly right.
1: So it wouldn't be so much pushing back. It would be because the governor, Governor DeSantis, it's not about winning or losing. He wants to understand. So it would be about discussing and and understanding yeah whatever additional scientific details or a perspective that i had or something like that so it's really and and it is the case that i i do what i think is is the right thing to do yeah. and i won't do anything that i don't think is the right thing to do but it's really not pushing because because yeah. he's not there are people who just want to do what they want and yeah. and that's it but he's not. He would. He would want to understand. Yeah, why that, that, I thought something different. For that, example.
0: Yeah, that makes sense because he. One of the things that he said when I met him on on that boat was, you know, we were asking some of these questions because it was in the middle of the you know the pandemic stuff, and mm-hmm. um, and he said uh, that you know um, these you know the advisors and the you know the health policy and you know all of these people work for us, and we have to make the decision ultimately of what risks we are going to be taking. You know, so we take all of these things under advisement, and then we make policy based on you know what what we see and yeah. you know what we 're assessing um, out there so um, that that makes sense yeah yeah that, that's yeah totally totally I completely agree yeah so um what one more thing that I found fascinating is so Twitter shut down one of your posts as the surgeon general right. um, <laughs> because of you know covid nineteen disinformation or whatever they right wanted to do um, there's never been a time in history like this with respect to these social media companies yeah. trying to drive narratives and trying to control what we consume to the point of shutting down presidents shutting down surgeon generals mm. uh, if they uh, if some you know uh, Twitter executive or you know truth and safety um, <laughs> <a> fact checker. <laughs> says that, oh, no, he's wrong. You know uh, what, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, everyone should be concerned about that. I mean, that is, that's extremely concerning when they only heaven knows why they did, ex- exactly why they did what they did. But we, we put out a statement that was for public interest. It was for public benefit. And for them to come along and decide that they can stop that, I mean, who are you working for so and then the other thing, of course, about the statement we put out was that we were describing the results of a study that right. we did using Florida data, and those that that's a fact, right, so they pulled down
0: a factual statement yeah. Yeah and um along those lines I saw some of the um scientists that were you know debunking your study and findings I found it pretty interesting because even um, me as not a data researcher um, found their arguments against your study to be incredibly thin, and and actually, I think it was more to okay, let's you know, let's throw objections everything we can, at, um, you know, to to you know, diminish the uh, quality of this or the authority of this, sure. um, you know, from our va- vaulted positions, yeah. uh, you know, and it, it didn't Whoa. didn't, yeah, even again to my small brain, it didn't. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, you noticed it was panicked criticism. Yeah. I mean, they were very, very scared. And they were scared because we did this study looking at vaccine, COVID-19 vaccine safety. Mm-hmm. And basically, the major conclusion was that for a specific age group, young, young people and for a specific sex, men, so young men, there, these mRNA COVID-19 vaccines were associated with an increased risk of cardiac death in the first 28 days. So there, there, there are multiple really interesting layers here. So one interesting layer is that the people were so rushed to dismiss something or undermine something that happens to also be – in sync with what we already know about cardiac risk. This was a risk that was uniquely identified using Florida data in the only age and sex group that has the really, really, really pronounced risk of myocarditis. And do you think that that finding was just by chance? Maybe it is, but is it not more likely that the finding is actually represents some spectrum of that illness, of right. that myocarditis? Because by the way, there's myocarditis when people that people even cardiologists are trying to pretend is the only type, which is when people say they need to come to the hospital and chest pain, shortness of breath.
0: Right. But
1: there's also subclinical myocarditis. And there are probably hundred or hundreds more cases of that, that aren't than every single case who needs to go to the hospital. Yeah. And I hypothesize that that's probably where the signal is coming from because inflammation in the heart can lead to a disruption of the heart's rhythm mm-hmm. and cause a cardiac event. I'm not sure, but that's what I hypothesize. But it's a lunacy to have that finding and dismiss it. Yeah. It's truly lunacy. The study's not perfect. There are sources of bias that bias the estimate of risk upward. There are also sources that um, that likely bias the estimate of risk d- downward, but it's crazy. Yeah. And then I have something else to mention about it. You no, no, wanna, no. Okay. So so just <laughs> hey, so This is your show. This is, this is one other just to just to help get very specific about the pushback that we got. And I'm not picking on this guy, but unfortunately he just serves as just a, a perfect example of what was happening. UCSF, really just north of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're one of the best medical schools in the world, right? Their number usually ranked either first or second, Harvard, UCSF, they trade places in ranking. The chair of medicine and I'm not going to say his name, but the chair of medicine at UCSF, who yeah, he's a nice guy chair of medicine puts out this criticism of our study that very clearly indicates that he has no idea what we did in terms of the scientific methods for the study but he screams out on twitter how oh there's no c- c- control group and there's this and there's that you know this is a terrible study he does not even understand the method that we used in the study clear as day from his tweets that's how desperate people were yeah. to dismiss this finding
0: yeah well i mean listen there's a tremendous amount of wealth being created based on these shots mm. and based on the subscription nature of sure. the shots yeah, and everything yeah. that they've uh, that they've gone for here plus the more you start to point those things out the less likely uh, people will continue to uh, prescribe to their treatment plan. And um, a lot of parents are going to avoid getting their kids vaccinated, which um, I believe they should um, avoid it. Um, it, So uh, by the way, you know, Thank God you guys are you know recommending against that in Florida. I think yeah. that's that's beautiful. Um,
1: it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Like, what led you? I, yeah, it's um, so
0: unequivocally the correct thing. Good. Yeah. So t- talk about why. Um, I mean, w- our, our audience knows, but you know, in case <laughs> in case there's a you know convert well, <laughs> that we need to. <laughs> well, a lot of people
1: do know instinctively, yeah. even without necessarily understanding. Yeah. More of the scientific.
0: What, what is ticket. it? The fact that kids sailed through COVID, no problem, no big deal. And, you know. Right. And that's that's, yes. me,
1: that's not even the whole piece of it. Yeah. And I mean, occasionally, certainly with healthy kids, this is the risk is so utterly low. It's virtually zero. It's, when it you're is close at to kids. zero. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's reasonable to approximate it as zero. Yes. You have to put a bunch of zeros behind the decimal point. So. But it's it's actually much worse than that. So this mRNA technology, it is new, as much as, as the the people. Just I I don't use this term a lot, but I, I it is accurate. The gaslighting people. It is a new technology. We continue to learn more things about the safety and 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 things that are are not good. Whether it's sperm motility right. or menstrual cycle changes, and it, of course people run to provide cover oh the sperm motility and the sperm count changes are temporary and the and the menstrual cycle changes it are usually temporary. clears up just yeah. for, with a little but while why yeah. the heck is it happening folks yeah. Yeah. But the, the 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 this is new technology and just to be pumping new technology that whose whose safety is not no, really not well understood people probably don't know most people don't know that these mrna COVID 19 yeah. vaccines also happen to increase the risk of appendicitis why the heck is that happening yeah. and they happen to increase the risk of bell's palsy why the heck is that happening okay yeah but, but you're that
0: into kids that, yeah but you realize you're going to ruin their grand experiment on us all right <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: true that, yeah, that because, is a uh, mission that's, that's what it sure seems right? like yeah we we definitely need to ruin we have that a liability experiment.
0: free experiment we get to do here
1: we definitely need to ruin that and by the way, not everyone's comfortable with that technology. I personally am not comfortable with it. I really don't want some some drug causing me to leading me to manufacture uh, proteins with my ribosomes. I'm, I'm not interested in that yeah so and and it's okay for people not to be interested in that. Uh, so yes, I'm, we did the, it, it's so, so clear that that was the right thing to do to push back against that. It was a terrible policy to be encouraging it. And I'm glad that most parents at this point are not yeah.
0: participating anymore. Uh, amen. Well, uh, well thank you for doing that because mm-hmm. your bravery in Florida, you know, is helpful, um, across the country, you know, and, um, we, uh, we aren't here in a free state at yeah. the moment, so um, yeah. you know. But but hopefully we can change that at some time, I'm um, pretty sorry. or I'll have to you know move to Florida. Yeah. Uh, let's talk for uh, a quick second, shifting gears to um, some of the transgender stuff that's going on, because here in this community, this has been a, a big fight that we've taken up uh, mm-hmm. with our school district, and um, you know, all almost all of the hate I get is from the. Uh, Trans activists that are out there because we have said and declared on the show and in this community that it is evil to tell children that happiness is right around the corner after puberty blockers or double mastectomies. yeah um, I know you're taking a, a pretty hard stance in Florida along those lines. Can you talk a little bit about that? yeah, this is another very easy one and
1: this is this is not complicated even though if, people uh, particularly proponents try to try to make it appear to be complicated you know certainly sometimes children will feel that they're a girl when they're born a boy or they're a boy when they're born a girl or whatever that's that's actually that's fine kids feel all sorts of things and and helping our kids with as much love as possible is you know that's a formula that's a successful formula for supporting whatever it is your child is experiencing feeling going through what what is very clearly not okay is introducing drugs that affect hormonal development through the the miracle the the complex physiology of puberty and pretending that that's something that we understand well enough to do we do not there are receptors for For hormones that that fluctuate in puberty on the brain, there are Mm -hmm. receptors for them in all sorts of organs. You're disrupting whatever that natural process is related to brain maturation, that's not okay. That that is something that that we don't understand the cognitive effects of for a person's development. That's not something that that you should be ever doing to children. That cannot be the answer to that to a child feeling that way and do we really need to talk about sex change surgeries yeah. in children in, in, to know that that's something that should never be done in a yeah. child so it's, it's actually a very simple issue it should not ever be happening. It, it, it we sounds need to like find other ways to take care of it. Sounds of like
0: it. you're suggesting we can't just press pause on puberty right. and right. have no problem right. effects from that.
1: It's it's really and it's it's a it's a it's a sad and big lie that it's something that we can do quote unquote safely. It is entirely experimental and we should not be experimenting yeah. with kids.
0: Amen. Well, I appreciate your leadership on that. I appreciate DeSantis' leadership on that, yeah. um, especially when it comes to school curriculum and everything else yeah. that's uh, driving a lot of kids um, into confusion and into early sexualization and all yeah. of that I think is highly inappropriate and you know we need to we need to push back on those things yeah absolutely
1: yeah. It's really so, critical
0: so let's uh let's talk about your book and um you know where people can get that and uh, where do I get my copy that yeah. Well, you can pick it up on
1: Amazon and I it, it's called Transcend Fear: A Mindful Leadership in Public Health, a blueprint for mindful leadership in public health. And I talk I talk about me and my journey and how I ended up being able to do the things I was able to do cuz I I wasn't scheduled to do those things. I was I was not going to be able to do those things, but eventually I worked with this Navy SEAL who helped me get through my stressors and traumas. Mm-hmm. And I talk about how to think about problems during emergencies, public health problems, right. but it really applies to to really any emergency. Yeah. Uh, and I kinda I talk about an approach to that. So
0: I I hope people find it useful. Yeah. Well I look forward to reading it. Yeah. Well um where can people follow you um you know how do we watch all the stuff that's happening in yeah. you know your world and so how do we support you how do we pray for you that kind oh, of Oh thank faith? you thank you for your prayers I always appreciate I
1: always appreciate your support We I've got a Twitter uh is Florida Surgeon General that's like that's the yeah. official Twitter right. for the for for the Surgeon General and then I also – sometimes people reach out to me on Facebook or Messenger or LinkedIn, and I'm not super savvy with staying on top of it, but people are welcome to reach out. I do yeah. respond sometimes when well, you I got a Well, jo- you got a big job, so, Yeah, you, know, you, <laughs> don't, you don't need to respond to everybody, but
0: <laughs> – but I want to make sure people can can follow you and and pay attention to what's happening. Plus, you know, we we will pray for you that thank this you. audience does that. Thank you. And um, thank you. you know, we uh, uh, yeah are so grateful for your courage. So grateful for Governor DeSantis. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we have a lot of a lot of fans of you both. So oh, thank you. Um, you know, any uh, anything else uh, in the last two minutes that we have uh, that you'd like to tell the audience? Anything that um, you know w- we should know about you? What haven't I asked? You know, those sort of things. Uh, uh, but gosh,
1: I don't even know where to start. I think that I, I appreciate your audience holding the ground, holding the line. It's 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 not only important because of what you're doing, but it's important because it helps other people around you who want to – who feel the same way, but – may not be ready to to come out and and take a stand so it's it's really it's it's a great gift to to hold the line even when the the newspapers and the television shows are saying that that you're wrong and you're actually they don't even they they like to say you're bad that's yeah. what that's yeah, yeah, really yeah. that's their no label. you're not just wrong demoralized uh, yeah. shame you are so, a horrible
0: human being, yeah, exactly. a Nazi. You know they call us Christo fascist, Christian nationalist, acoustic terrorists here. So, mm, right. <laughs> well, it's it's really
1: yeah, I I am appreciative of every single person who has decided to hold the line despite the 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 blowback. So oh. it's it's there. These are very important battles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well. um Again, God bless you. We're you. Grateful that you're here. Um our audience will uh, continue to follow the uh, you know, leadership that you guys are showing there and uh, continue to pray for you. Yeah. So thank you for thank for, you. for joining me. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, Percy. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on Liberty Station. I hope you enjoy the show. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to us on Rumble, Liftable TV, or Spotify, or anywhere that you consume podcasts. Please text these episodes to your friends and support our advertisers.